welcome back to another episode of the Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Dustin Lunt. Woo! And I'm Jake Trowbridge. How are you doing this evening? So freaking good. You know why? Why? Because it's Mock Draft Day. Oh, it's Mock Draft Day. Mock Draft Day is my favorite day. It's like my second favorite day. What's your actual favorite day? Draft Day oh. is actually my favorite day. Okay. This is your mock favorite day? Yes. Okay. Perfect. So we get to enjoy the second best thing that happens all off-season yes, for us. Yes, absolutely. But first, as always, we have some business to attend to. Oh, of course. It wouldn't be our show if we didn't. So you provided the beer this Absolutely, week. I did. And Well, actually, to be fair, you provided me some choices of beer, all of which sounded fantastic. But this one in particular sounded really good. Yes. So we are drinking this week. Good City Brewing out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What up, Milwaukee? Yay! And this is called Leo, a Belgian-style white. Now, do you want to tell me what Belgian-style means as opposed to what just an actual Belgian white would be? Do you know this information? I don't know. I can take a guess. Do that. I'm guessing (laughs) it's in the style of a Belgian, meaning it probably has uh, a lot of the clove and banana probably a hazy type beer um that's about all i got is this a champagne situation again where they can't call it a belgian because it's not brewed in belgium or something i don't Some think weird so okay it pours very light um super clear like barely yellow i would i would call this yeah so this says this white beer showcases Hallertauer blanc hops wheat orange peel and coriander for a modernization of the traditional Belgian style. Comes in at 5.0%. And it comes into my mouth right now. That's a very kind of straw-colored beer, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've given a sample that looks exactly like this, to be honest. I can I can smell the banana a little bit. It's not overly powerful. A little bit of banana. Teensy. Teensy, teensy mm-hmm. nanners in there. Um, I, I don't think it actually has a super strong flavor one way or the other. I can taste a little bit of like banana and clove. It's very light. I get that tiny bit of spice, that little clove spice at the end. But aside from that, it's just, you know, I mean, it's beer. It's a very, I feel like, very light style of a, of a Belgian. Maybe that's why it's called a Belgian style white. <sighs> Is that it's a lighter version of it? Did we just groundbreak something we may have okay yeah it doesn't it tastes very thin not a lot of body to it and yeah it's not a lot to it it's not bad could crush a bunch of these on a super hot day at the beach yes i mean absolutely but other than that there's i don't know not much special i don't think that's sad it is. You know, and I actually really, I I picked this because I really like this brand of beer. I really yeah, like I love, Good City. Yeah, so do I. We've had uh, one earlier, in the earlier podcast, we had Good City. We should do a little flashback to it. Oh, and TM. then here's where we would insert <laughs> the thing that we talked about with the other beer, just to make it look better, because this one we are not fans of. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work for me. Okay, so uh, we will not be doing that. So no, we will not be doing that. <laughs> okay, fine. Fine. Um, but another good bit of business. Yes. It is Always. Drunk Trade drunk of trade. the Week. 
And this one comes in once again from Reddit from H Audi TX. Howdy. Do you think it's Howdy TX? It could Howdy be. Howdy Texas? I don't know. It doesn't matter. The part that matters is this. He says in 2013, so flashback again. More right. doodle loot, doodle loot. Josh Gordon just blew up in his second game with the Browns. At 2 a.m., I drunkenly offered Reggie Wayne and Darren Sproles for Josh Gordon. At that point, what are your thoughts before I even go on? Um, I mean, it's going back quite a ways. Mm. Just off the cuff, it doesn't sound like a terrible trade. Here's here's some I mean, Reggie Wayne. I think he was still pretty productive at that point. Oh yeah. And Darren Sproles has been around forever, and he's had also very productive seasons as well. Oh, you bet. So, I, I feel like that's it's a somewhat fair trade. That wasn't the season that Gordon got suspended. That was his ball-out, like, huge season, right? Correct. So, let me give you some background here. Oh, look at my memory. I am shocked with myself. <laughs> <laughs> look at you go. Look at you go. 2012, Reggie Wayne finished as the wide receiver 10. 2012, Darren Sproles finished as the running back 10. 2012, Josh Gordon, good rookie season, but he was wide receiver 41 in PPR leagues. Okay? Now, he says this is after the second Browns game of Gordon's. Right. That stat line, 19 targets, 10 receptions, 146 yards, and a touchdown. So, yeah, he's looking pretty good. Yes. He's looking pretty good. He's thinking, oh man, I got I got too wrapped up in it. I, I jumped the shark because of one game. He says, panic the next morning when I saw the trade had quickly been accepted. Of course. Of course. Tried to think of any possible way to back out before I just accepted the consequences. Way to go, you're a gentleman. Then, Reggie Wayne tears his ACL. Sproles is mediocre that year. And Gordon leads the league in receiving yards. Not only leads the league in receiving yards, but finishes as the wide receiver, too. Let this be a lesson. Sometimes, drunk trading is the best thing you can possibly do. It works out sometimes. More often than not, it doesn't. But... But there's always a chance. There is. And in this case, it very much did. Uh, pretty exciting to see that progress after that, that drunk trade evening. To understand... Uh, that, yeah, he didn't shit the bed. I mean, he tried to. He possibly tried his hardest while he was Right. Oh, absolutely. But it really did work out. So I like a happy ending every now and then. You know Who what I mean? Who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. And this one, uh, this one qualifies for me. So that's pretty exciting. All right. Well, very good. All right. So we are starting our mock draft here shortly. The first inaugural mock draft for the DTFFers out Number there. Number one. Number one. All right. Let's... Uh, Let's get this going. Jake, you're in the four hole. I am in the four hole. So and you are on the clock. We kicked off with Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Alvin Kamara. So basically, no exactly what you thought would That's happen. That's right. So at the four spot now gets really interesting because I don't know who to take because Zeke is no longer a sure thing. Melvin Gordon, also no longer a sure thing. I can go wide receiver here and kick things off and just get rid of all the ruckus mm-hmm. and go DeAndre Hopkins and say, fuck it, and hope that I get a running back on the way back. It's kind of a long wait, though. So it's do I go Zeke and hope and maybe take a handcuff later 
Do I go Hopkins and no? You better make your pick. You got ten seconds. Do I go DJ? What are you gonna do? I'm gonna have to to put my eggs into a very unfortunate basket and go with Zeke. You did. Hopkins went next at five. I'm in the seven spot here. So we have um, two people live drafting with us. Yeah, yeah. And we did randomize the draft order here prior to the draft starting. So as I said, Jake, you're in the four hole. I'm in the seven hole, which is the one spot I really don't want to be in (laughs) this year for drafting. I'm not going to lie. But we are, it is what it is. It's probably working out well this way that I have to draft here. Yeah, you right. You have to to flex those muscles. That's right. You can't, you can't bank on getting the spot that you want. That's Sometimes right. Sometimes you have to draft from the spot that you hate. <laughs> and so this is going to put you to the test. You, you won't have to wait for runs, really, on this, which is kind of nice. It's tough to be at the turn for that reason, because then you have to deal with all of that. So, who knows? Yes, who knows? who knows? Don't count your chickens before they hatch. I never do. So, David Johnson goes right before you. Oh, and that's who I was going to take. So, this makes it fairly easy for me. A little bit of a homer pick here, but not really because, let's be honest, he's that good. I'm going to take Devontae Adams, Green Bay Packers. That's just good sense. Yes. That's all it is. We now have the Kai Missioner. What up, Kai? On at the eight spot and uh this is where things start to get a little bit dicey if you're looking for a running back still now you of course sort of not lucked into but Devonte adams is a, a sure pick there there are a couple of guys here that i'd be very interested in taking i would personally if it was me drafting i'd be reaching for julio right about now he to me is the safest bet on the board and I'm always trying to minimize risk in the mm-hmm. first round. Says the guy who took Zeke. Well, <laughs> but I want to put myself into a hole for a bit of, you know, entertainment value at least here. Um, but if this was the real deal, Holyfield, and I was on the clock right now, I'd be going Julio. I wouldn't mind Julio at this spot. Um, Michael Thomas, I also don't mind. Oh, Kelsey went in the one eight. Travis freaking Kelsey. All right. And with that, I will officially be punting the tight end position. <laughs> Absolutely. He's the only guy that I would want. Well, it's a surprise because this is not a tight end premium. It's just a standard PPR standard. It's just a regular PPR It is league. the standard, let's be honest. It is. So uh, Kelsey went, and then Michael Thomas, James Conner, Julio, Tyreek Hill. Then at the turn, Love Bell, uh, Beckham, Nick Chubb, Juju, Todd Gurley, and I am back on the clock here. And who do I want? Um, we got Dalvin Cook, Joel Mixon, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, Carrion Johnson, and Damian Williams rounding out kind of the top six still on the board here. Do you feel backed into taking a running back right now? You know, I think I might try something a little different here and go zero RB for the first oh, couple of rounds shit. and just, just see how the... Uh, you know, see how the fantasy yeah, gods see, reward you. Yeah, just see how the draft plays out. Okay. So, um, I think I like this. I'm so yeah, I'm gonna go Mike Evans. I'm very bullish on him this year. I think Love he's gonna have Mike. a great season. So I've got Devontae Adams and Mike Evans to start my team off. 
that is a solid group of wide receivers. Yes. And it'll be interesting to see how everything else uh, plays out here. That's right. It's a, it's a long way back to you, but there's always value in every round. You just got to be savvy. You got to be That's savvier right. now. Got to be savvy of Vega. The next two picks before you, Jake, here was Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon, the two top running backs off the board. So you're on the clock. So now I have I have the Zeke. Do I go running back as some insurance? Because if your number one running back does fail, yes, I can take a handcuff later. It's still a little dicey to say exactly mm-hmm. who the handcuff is right now. It is. Granted, I still do believe that Zeke will come back at the latest week two. Maybe he'll miss a game. I don't think he stays out that much, so I can I can handle it. But I have a few spots before it will come back to me. There are plenty of wide receivers that I would be very okay having right here. I'm going to load up at the running back position, and that starts with me taking Carry On Johnson. Oh, nice pick. I like Carry On. He's he, I think he's gonna have a He's eking up the he is, he's, he's, list. He's, this is about as high as I'd be comfortable taking him, I think. But you got you gotta mm-hmm. be able to find a workhorse. Yep. And he fits that bill for me. So Antonio Brown goes right after. And now it is we have had a late entry into the field. Uh Damn Kamish just joined us and is now the Christian proud owner of Christian McCaffrey and somebody TBD. Zach Ertz, back of the second round. That's a little rich for my blood, but like I said, I am hey, punting. His, his name is probably not lying. He is the best damn commish, so he's trust, obviously got a plan. Trust the process. That's right. He also has an avatar of Ron Burgundy, so I feel like that makes it okay. Absolutely. Uh, after Ertz went for net. Thielen, Keenan Allen, and Patty Mahomes finally off the board. Ooh, at the 3-3, three, three, that's... So it gives me less to, to concern myself with. So here's the thing, what I'm staring at in my face right now. I have two running backs already. But Melvin Gordon is still there. I could just be the holdout team, the holdout uh, running back team, and own it. The holdout but major upside team. If they all <laughs> did suit up. Even week six, I would be riding that stretch so hard. As it stands, I'm going to mitigate a little bit of risk again because I took Zeke. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite to you. I'm gonna go all RB. And I'm taking my man, my dude, Devonta Freeman. Oh, nice pick. Now, I was secretly wondering if your drinking buddy, Leonard Fournette, would make it all the way back to you. He actually went a little higher than I thought at the tail end of of the second there. He did. I think he's been slowly creeping up the boards slightly. There's been some good reports coming out of camp. You know, he seems to be um, in shape and, you know, ditched some of the riffraff he was with. All right, so George Kittle went next, third a tight end in the middle of the sixth round. Also, T.Y. Houghton right after mine. And so I am back on the board. Who am I going to take? You committing? You committing to this zero RB strategy? <laughs> so I've got Damian Williams, Melvin Gordon, Aaron Jones. You could Amari go Cooper. all Homer on this draft. I could. Marlon Mack, David Montgomery. Oh, I just don't know what to do, but... He just don't know what to do with himself. 
Oh, this is tough. Um, tough beans. I mean, it's a pretty obvious one for me because Amari Cooper is still on the board. You know what? I think I am going to take Damian Williams. You're breaking this it. This will be the only time I probably ever own him. You just wanted to know how it felt. That's right. How does it feel? And it's... Feel good? You know, we're in the second half of the third round. I feel like sure. that's pretty good value. If he does, in fact, maintain right. as the Kansas City running back, you've gotten yourself a pretty extreme value. He seems to be past his injury. He's yeah. back practicing with the ones. Still a little nervous about that. But, you know, with the concern of rushing him back, it seems like it could be a ticking time bomb situation. It could be. A little nerve-wracking, but I'm not a doctor. So, what do we do? Oh, Melvin finally went. Melvin yes. Gordon off the board next. Then Amari, Stefan Diggs, Aaron Jones, Marlon Mack, rookie Josh Jacobs taken in the, the start of the fourth there. Robert Woods, Bobby. Julian Edelman, David Montgomery, the I was rookies. hoping he would fun. make it back to me here in the middle of the fourth. That would have been a nice combo. That I was really hoping because I thought about taking him, but I was like... God, just seems way too early. And just the upside of Damien Williams, if he oh, yeah. actually performs as he did at the end of last season, I mean, it's guaranteed top 10 production there. So You would barely know that you went zero RB. That's right. Stat lines at AJ season. Green goes next. Wow, that's early for the injured AJ Green. It, Maybe he's thinking, well, I'll just stash him on the early. IR. <laughs> I was secretly hoping that I could get him in like the fifth. That would have been you a know, good spot for him. I would have been very okay with that, but it All is right. what it is. So back on the clock here. Um, I know who I'm going to take. Don't even have to think about it. I'm going to take Chris Carson. Okay. That, I, that I like the sense. reports coming out of camp. You know, Pete Carroll says they, you know, he wants to have 50 receptions this year. Pete Carroll wants everything. I know. He wants everything for everybody. But um, what's his name? Mike Davis. He's... Yeah. Off the team now, 42 vacated targets to the running back. Sure. And Chris Carson had, I think, 24 last year. So Not worry about Penny sneaking in? I am not. Okay. No. All right. So Mark Ingram went next. Um, Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Cooks was in there, and you were on the clock and now. now me. And now I'm at the spot where it feels like I absolutely must take a wide receiver. Um, it's starting to get a little bit dicey otherwise. They're honestly... <laughs> Part of me really wants to take Sony Michelle because in the fourth round, it feels at the back of the fourth with how camp notes have been coming out for him. It just looks right. Instead, I'm going to shift. I'm getting Cooper Cup. I have faith, full faith that he will be on the field. Uh, ready to go week one. Ready huh? to go now. They have not been messing around with them. There's been no sort of wishy-washiness. I just missed getting him in a trade today, so I'm extra bitter about and I want him on a team. I'm getting Cooper Cup. All right. Hoping I only have a few picks to come back around. That, Sony went. Oh, Sony went and so did Chris Godwin. I thought maybe this is the time where I can get Chris Godwin in a draft. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad to see that Derrick Henry went at the top of the fifth because if he came back to me, you were I probably would have had to take him and it wouldn't have felt good. You would have felt indebted. So Kenny Galladay and O.J. Howard went next and now I'm sitting on the clock looking at some not so great running back options. There's Philip Lindsay, James White, Tevin Coleman, who seems to be the undisputed starter for now in San for Francisco now? just by the attrition there. It's also Aaron Rodgers is on the clock at 
in the fifth round. I'm typically not the take a quarterback early no. guy. Neither but am I. If I wanted to, I could feel pretty good about it. As it stands, there's one guy here that's head and shoulders above everybody else for me, and that is Tyler Boyd. So you he will be son of a bitch. on my team. You took my guy. I knew there wasn't a that chance. That was my drinking buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels good. It feels good. Uh, it feels better than this beer, honestly. All right, then Calvin Ridley went off the board next. I actually had a little bit, a momentary debate about Boyd and, and Ridley in my head. You should have taken Ridley. Yeah, because yeah, you I, wanted the Boyd stuff. I've got him everywhere this year. I am all all in on Boyd. Yeah, I, I was think, finally going to throw down that gauntlet. You're not getting 100% Boyd. Not in my world, sir. Not in my world. Uh, James White did finally go. I feel like that's actually pretty good. Solid value for him. I know we differ. Yeah, a little so bit it's here, slightly but. early for me. Yeah, I would have liked maybe another round. You know, sure. so it's not crazy early, but but that's good for you because yes. now you're on the clock with that less uh, option. Yes, and I am going with someone I have been slowly changing my tune on, and he's been going up my board, and that is Jarvis Landry. Wow. You love those three-yard passes. Well, with Duke gone, Antonio Callaway suspended. Now, they say Dontrell Hilliard's just going to step right in and take over that role. Nope. You don't believe I I feel like Jarvis is a solid wide receiver, too. And he's actually my wide receiver, three. Correct. So You have (laughs) the high upside guys in Devontae and Evans. So if he does truly get anywhere close to his market share from earlier years, you'll be sitting pretty. Yeah, he, I, I think he's going to finish in the top 24 this year. Or if not, just maybe barely wow. outside of that. I think that's a slightly hot take, I would say. I don't think it's that hot. I think it is. I think most people project him as a wide receiver three, borderline wide receiver mm-hmm. four. But the tide is rising. All right, so a whole slew of picks just went here while we were talking. Uh, we got Tevin Coleman, Philip Lindsay, Evan Ingram, fourth tight end off fifth tight end off the board yeah Aaron Rodgers finally went 511 uh, DJ Moore at the turn K- Tariq Cohen Christian Kirk Deshaun Watson and Lamar Miller at 6-4 sturdy old faithful Lamar Miller mm-hmm. um what do you think about him with the Deva- Deonta Foreman news is that good bad we we haven't really talked about it um well now that they've got Duke Johnson yeah um I think that just but he was never a receiving guy. Lamar Miller was. No, but I he think got he like his twenty be. catches. I think he could have been though. That's the thing. But you think this was the time they were going to start that? If they had no Three one years else, in? yes. You know, just, I mean, they didn't have anybody last year. They had the same situation true. really last year, and they still wouldn't give him the ball. But this Alshon went uh, next. Um, good. I want to stay far away from Alshon <laughs> this year, and you are on the clock, my friend. I am on the clock, and I'm looking at players such as Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, handcuff. Should I snipe your handcuff? That's not my handcuff, my friend. Don't you have Gordon? No, no, no. Remember, I opted out of the Gordon. You were. That's right. Which I think was the wise move here. Yes. And Hunter Henry, Andrew Luck, Baker, Miles Sanders, Kenyon Drake. You know, I think at this point I'm going to go for the upside of Mike Williams. Hoping Ooh. he can um, get those touchdowns again this year. Far too early for me, but you know that I am completely anti Mike Williams. I know I've been, I've been fading him. 
Your boy Robbie Williams, Robbie Anderson, Robbie Williams, the British songster. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Robbie Anderson. This was my hope and dream was that Robbie would get back to me because to have him as my wide receiver three would have been so fantastic. Because of how I started off with all the running backs. Right. Unfortunately, he's gone. Andrew Luck went next, which isn't surprising. It sure. was an auto draft pick. Yep, has not been adjusted quite yet. No. Here's where it gets interesting. I could go running back. I could go Miles Sanders. I could go Eckler. I could take a tight end here finally. Or, God, it looks bad to take Will Fuller right now, and I I really don't want to. This is such a bad spot. So I am going to go, (laughs) sadly, with a fourth running back. I'm going to hope that Miles Sanders, by midseason, would really pick up and take me into the the fantasy playoffs. I like it. But next went Austin Eckler. Seems about right. Wasn't going to be very long before somebody finally scooped him up. And uh, the best damn commish is currently up and waiting. He does not... Oh, excuse me. He does have a tight end. So he took Latavius Murray. Then Hunter Henry went off the board. Then Dante Pettis. Pettis is really confusing. He is. With all the reports. I don't know how to feel about him. I don't know. Beginning of the 7th. I suppose that's not a bad pick. Sure. Uh, Larry Fitz went, and then Kenyon Drake. I'm glad Drake went off the board because I don't know how to feel about him right now with the uh, injury. Yeah. There's a lot of these guys that are right on the edge now. They're they're fringe because of what's happened in camp so far. He's definitely one of them. Um, Look, again, I don't take quarterbacks early, but, you know, Baker's staring at me in the face. A couple other guys that I'm pretty interested in, D.D. Westbrook. Curtis Samuel, um, even Sammy Watkins, I hate to say it, would be in the range of possibilities right now. I I don't think I want to take the second uh, wide receiver for Green Bay between Geronimo and Marquez. Seems a little early for that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to take your guy that you believe will do better this year than Robbie Anderson since I missed out on him. I'm going to take Sammy Watkins and hope for some big upside there. Nice. I'm a little disappointed here. The next pick off the board was Allen Robinson. That's who I was eyeing up here. You're going for him? I was. I feel like now with the second year removed from his ACL, second year in the Nagy offense, you know, he did flash. Eight years since he's been productive. True. I, this is That is a very fair point. But he did flash in the playoffs. He did. So, he had that game. He had that game. And I, I know anybody can flash for one game. But. You know, it's been really quiet coming from Chicago mm-hmm. on him, which is kind of interesting. You'd think he'd be a guy that they really want to hype mm-hmm. up, especially with Anthony Miller dealing with an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but haven't it's kind of been crickets for Robinson. I don't know if that's good or bad. Sometimes with veterans, it doesn't really matter. Uh, and mostly it just gets people mm-hmm. itchy. Will Fuller went next. And I'm back on the clock here. And honestly, ooh, this is getting into a tough situation. This here. round is not great. Yeah, this this the last really couple not. rounds has been kind of ugly. Yeah. I feel like it's way too early to still take a quarterback. Sure. So I don't want to do that. But there's this soft middle here. There is. Uh, now you could go tight end. You could take your Cooks, your Ebron, your Vance. You could do that. I could. You're right. <laughs> but you won't. But I won't. <laughs> you know, I feel like I need another running back here. And even though I don't like it, 
I'm going to take Darius Geis. Woo! Uh, I, I told you, I don't like it, yeah. but I didn't want to double up with the Seattle backfield uh, with Rashad Penny and Chris Carson. Now, that I, I agree with you 100%. So, and, you know, looking at the other running backs, they're just, I mean, then you start, you know, Daryl Henderson's down the board, Jordan Howard, Kareem Hunt, right. Royce Freeman. I mean, it gets... And you need a vet depth. Yes. And this is a similar situation, really, to Miles Sanders, where you could be looking at halfway through the season. Right. He really gets up to steam. Exactly. And now he's the guy who's exactly. carrying you in after Adrian Peterson eventually, you know, loses a leg somehow or just falls, crumbles into dust. I don't feel point. like that's ever going to happen because he's <laughs> cyborg. We're certainly not going to see it. We're, we're never going to get to see it. Uh, if it does happen, it'll be somewhere way off screen. But um, I, I don't. Hate it. Are you I, thinking already about taking AP later? I it hasn't crossed my mind. I mean, maybe once we get to that point, we'll see. Okay. But I just, yeah, I didn't. I just don't feel good about it. But like I said, in this area, there is just I'm going more for upside at this point. Fair. Well, so is the next guy who took Marvin Jones, who is the definition of upside. Then Baker Mayfield finally went. Darrell Henderson, Jared Cook, Matt Ryan went at the back of the seventh. Then then finally Rashad Penny was taken. Kareem Hunt, by a non-auto-drafted person, is very, very, very interesting at that spot. And then Geronimo Allison, D.D. Westbrook, who I was secretly hoping would come back to me. And now we're back on the clock with I must say I'm a little surprised that Matt Ryan went at the back of the seventh round. You think too early? I think that's earlier than what I've been seeing him go as. I feel like he's been mm. closer to that ninth, tenth round. Which is just, great. Yeah. Great absolutely. value there. I mean, that's someone that I am uh, very high on this year. I think he's going to have a, a very good season again. So I was kind of hoping he'd last a couple more rounds and I could pick him up. Well, but fuck you. That guy got him in the exactly. back of the seven. Exactly. And Royce Freeman went off the board, which leaves you staring at, again, some interesting options. But interesting options, but I know what I'm doing. Don't even have to think about it. Oh. Taking Curtis Samuel. Oh, you son of a dick <laughs> okay yeah that's that's a good pickup um i i've decided i'm gonna get whoever is the latest out of him and dj moore and it is him by a landslide absolutely dj moore went in the back of the fifth for us um you scooped him up in the middle of the eighth that is to me tremendous value because he could be the number one there. he could be it's I possible it's possible i don't see that happening sure but it's definitely possible now, Ooh, sadly enough, Marquez went. went. I was Ooh. hoping to get the last of those two between him and Geronimo. They are now both off the board. Eric Ebron went after that. Uh, the Bears' yeah. defense is creeping up our board here. What so you in could, the actual You could fuck. take them here, be the first one to start the run. I, I could. I certainly could, and I would have to punch myself <laughs> in my own dick. So I will not do that. But the options, I would love to get some wide receiver depth right here. Um, and there are a couple of intriguing options. There's Sterling Shepard, who I always forget about. There's Cortland Sutton, who I never forget about and love. There's also Emmanuel Sanders, who I do not believe the hype on one bit. Dante Moncrief is there as well. You conveniently passed over Corey Davis. Yeah, I will not take Corey <laughs> Davis. That will not be me. If he falls into the last round, great, I'll take him. Um, but as of now, I'm going to take the presumed number one for the Giants. Nice. I mean, in the in the back half of the eighth round, I think that's good. Oh, 
Who are you hoping for? Cam Newton. I, I was going to take him this next round if he was there. Ugh. I was going to do it. That was going to be my Ugh. next pick. The Kodak Cam I think Newton. he's going to have a great season this year. Mr. Figs himself. But... Mr. Newton. The Bears defense went right <laughs> after years. So oh, man, I really fucked up. I could have gotten him. Now it's too late. So, yeah, Cam went, then Drew Brees, Jordan Howard, Corey Davis, Ronald Jones. All and you're back people on the clock. I did not want, so I love how that all turned out. And I'm essentially staring right where I was earlier, um, taking a, another wide receiver for depth here. The running backs... I feel comfortable with the guys that I have, and there's nobody who sticks out to me. It's Jalen Samuel. It's Kalen Balage. I know he's a dynamo, supposedly. Damian Harris. I don't really want any of these guys right now. There are a couple of dudes I'm eyeing later. A winky, blinky. So I am actually going to go with Dante Moncrief here, who Ooh, looks to nice be the stuck-in number two for Pittsburgh. If Ben throws even close to what he did last year, it's going to be real nice for everybody involved. And somebody had my similar thinking going next. Vance McDonald just went off the board. I do love Vance. I profess my love for Vance on here mm-hmm. quite a bit, I think. So we've got uh, Carlos Hyde just went next. Interesting pick. And I'm back on the clock here. Uh, top of the board, we've got Carson Wentz, Kyler Murray, and Joku, Jalen Samuels. McCoy, Russell Wilson, Kalen Balazs. Um, who should I take here? That is the question. Yeah, it is. That's literally the point of a mock draft. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Yep. Anytime. I'm here. I'm here for you. I mean, over here. Right. For me, I, really. But it works out that I'm also near you. All right. Well, since I'm running out of time here, I am. Take that quarterback. Take that quarterback. No, I am going with Kalen Balaj. I will see. You do it. Yes, I will see if um, he's actually able to take over the uh, running back. At least it looks like it might be more of a fifty-fifty split than we initially thought. And I think it makes sense for you, right? Yes. Because you need a the depth, and you need somebody that has the chance to again really take the reins and right. become a number one. Exactly, back. he has that chance to literally take the backfield, and oh, he's going to take that backfield. He's going to take it. You know, in the back half of the ninth round, good value. Absolutely. Um, Let's do a quick recap for for the listeners here about what our teams look like so far. Really, I just kind of want to gloat a little bit because I really love my team. Start off with Zeke, Carry On, Devonta Freeman, Cooper Cup, Tyler Boyd, Miles Sanders, Sammy Watkins, Sterling Shepard, and Dante Mancrief. Where are you looking at? I've got Devontae Adams, Mike Evans. I love that start. <laughs> Damian Williams, Chris Carson, Jarvis Landry, Mike Williams, Darius Geis, Curtis Samuel, and Kalen Balaj. None too shabby. And now we've got a nice little stretch going here. Big run of QBs off the All board. the quarterbacks are gone. Wentz, Murray, Goff. Then it went Njoku, Jalen Samuels, DK Metcalf, the first guy out of the 10th round. Russell, Talent, Wilson, Cortland Sutton, who I was also hoping would get back to me. And thank God somebody took Shady McCoy. Yes. I have to say, a big surprise that Russell Wilson went in the 10th round. Are you surprised that he went after Jared Goff? Um, A little bit. I'm surprised like he, he went after a lot of these guys because he always seems to be valued higher than he should. I think Cam is no longer an injury threat, and that's why I went ahead... Or excuse me, that's why Cam went ahead of him. Right. 
I personally would much rather have Wilson above Breeze. I don't know. Yes, you. absolutely. Same. How about these other guys? You're actually you're on the clock, so let's save that. Is Manuel Sanders just went? So all of the Denver guys finally getting scooped up here, which is fine because I just want the cheapest one. And I think I'm going to draft a quarterback finally. Oh-hoo! And I'm probably going to take the guy you want. Oh, you son of a bitch. And it's you son of a bitch. Jameis. God damn it. God damn I you. Gonna, <laughs> I, am, I am doubling up with the Mike Evans. I'm going with the stack. Oh, that's a nice stack, too. You you dick fart. I hate I, that I you know, did I know that. you love him. So. I wanted it so bad. I was actually naively, perhaps, thinking I could get him at the, closer to the start of the 11th round. Now, if you hadn't taken him, I don't know where he would have fallen with all of these auto folks, but oh, you you son of a bitch. Yeah, after seeing the run of quarterbacks, I didn't think that run was going to happen, I'll be honest. Yeah. I wasn't planning on taking a quarterback right there, sure. but then it just, I'm like, he poses the most upside. True. With what's left on the board, so that's what I'm all about. Next, with perhaps the safest floor of a lot of these back half guys, is Lamar Jackson with his rush ability. Mm-hmm. And then another defense went. The Rams went. So, Ooh. oh boy. Are you getting nervous? Feeling like you're going to have to take one? I'm getting sweaty. I'm not going to lie. I knew it. I am going to wait on quarterback because there's a couple of guys at this point where I'm fine getting them if they come back around to me. I'm looking to take some running back depth here because you can never have too many quite frankly this is true and so for me I'm going with the guy who is who very well could be the number one for his team a couple weeks in and that's Matt Burita. Um no there's a little bit of an injury concern mm-hmm. there it's not nearly what Jarek McKinnon's dealing with mm. Tevin Coleman is really the only guy and there's not going to be just one guy in that backfield mm-hmm. so I'm happy getting him where I did after me went Duke Johnson, Singletary, Nikhil Harry, Austin Hooper kicked off the Which 11. I'm sad to see that. Yeah. He was going to be my next pick. Peyton Barber, somebody got a potential starting running back yes. there. And Deshaun Jackson, who was a real nice pick up there. I do like that. Now I'm right back to where I started. All the quarterbacks are still there. I'm going to take my favorite because I don't know that they're going to get back to me. It's very possible... That some people could start taking a second at this point. I don't want to be caught on the tail end of a run. So I'm going to take Dak Prescott, who is pretty much locked in for six rushing touchdowns and and a whole lot of yards. I knew that was going to be your guy. I just knew it. I mean, you've been you've been a big Dak guy for years now. I you know, I actually took him in redraft last year and got too antsy and I dropped him about week three right before he really kicked things off and shame on me I won't let that happen again breaking news from sleeper Keenan Allen has an ankle sprain so suddenly that Mike Williams pick is looking pretty good he's not expected to miss a lot of time will most likely be held out the rest of the preseason here so I feel like that's just what they need to do with everybody at this point Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw this Aaron Rodgers is going to be held out tonight uh, with, with back tightness to me, that yeah. actually seems just a little bit like an excuse yeah. to not play tonight, exactly. which whatever, man. Just exactly. rest yourself. It's he doesn't fine. need it. It's no, fine. No, he really doesn't. Um, I'm more than okay with that. So Damian Harris went next, followed by Alexander Madison. All of the handcuffs, the high-profile handcuffs mm-hmm. are starting to uh, to roost here. 
Um, there's a couple of guys that are still still hanging out, which is kind of interesting in talking about handcuffs. Um, Justin Jackson still there for somebody who could potentially be the heir apparent to Gordon at mm-hmm. least for the first half of the season. Kind of strange. Um, Deion Lewis is still there. Derrick Henry's battling some injuries. I know he's he's mostly okay now, but he'd be a guy that I'd be all right ta- targeting. Malcolm Brown seems like he should have gone by now. Am I crazy for thinking that? No, you're not crazy. Oh, shit, I'm on the clock. Oh, who am I going to oh, take? Oh, six seconds left. You see what I did? I distracted you. You did. And then you picked Kiki Cutie. Yes. Because hopefully he's not actually that hurt. Well, and he poses a ton of upside. Yeah. So we are doing 15 rounds here. We're in the 11th. We're getting into the sweaty parts of it. And we do have to draft a kicker and a defense. Remember yeah, that. Yeah, I second so. know. So all of all of my spots um, but one are essentially taken up because I need a kicker, a tight end, a defense, and I get one more spot for... For the dude that I want. Same here. So, already I'm wondering, should I be taking my handcuff next for Zeke? Should I be taking Tony Pollard next? Should I let him fall? Should I just let the chips go where they may? Do you take a backup quarterback? No. No, I won't. Not for this. Not for this league. Some leagues, I think it's very beneficial to do. For example, our home league, wherein people will draft three quarterbacks. Oh, absolutely. And not bad an eye. But All not right. here. So, Tyrell Williams, James Washington, the Chargers defense, Anthony Miller, which I was kind of eyeing him up, I'm that's not going to nice, lie. Yeah, that's a nice pick. Uh, Jacksonville defense, Phillip Rivers at the turn, Adrian Peterson, Golden Tate, someone else I was also eyeing up. All you dudes getting scooped. Yep. TJ Hawkinson went... And that's where we're at. TJ Hawkinson, if he is your number one tight end, if he's your only tight end, do you feel confident in that? No, I don't. I think there's, again, there's a lot of upside. My worry is you're going to draft him. It's going to be week one, and he's not going to be on the field as much as you want. And then you have a decision of, do do I drop him? Do I pick somebody up? Do I let him grow as the season goes along? I am more of on the side, I'm going to let somebody else take him, hope that they drop him later, and then maybe scoop him up for a midseason run. Justin Jackson, there we go. Finally, the true Melvin handcuff is off the board, and now the you are on the board. I am, and what... Take a kicker. Take a a kicker. It's still early. It's never too early for a kicker. You know, looking at the board. Looks like a lot of names. It's a lot of names. I Some numbers by them. I'm going to take a little bit of a leap here. A little bit of a stretch pick. But I'm going to take Darwin Thompson. Oh, since I do have... Your own backup. Yeah, yeah, I have the backup, and he did flash in the preseason. Sure. So if for some reason Damien gets hurt... Things or, go awry. Yes. I at least have him. Won't have to worry about trying to pick him up on the waiver wire. True. So you're comfortable stashing him in the event yeah. that... Maybe not all Damian season, but I'll, we'll see what happens in the early season here. Fair. Since, like I said, I'm not really sold on Damien 100%. At least this gives me a little bit of insurance. That's true. And at this point in the draft, 
it, it's not a bad spot it's all to just start doing anyway. that. Yeah, once you get into this back half, you have to start taking your people. That's just how it is. I, I think you get your guys in the first round. Mm-hmm. Then it's value up until about you know round ten, and then it's yep. right back to getting your guys again. Yep, yeah. Then you're just who do you think is going to hit? Who are you? You know, what's your gut telling you at that point? My gut is telling me that whoever took Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady as their second quarterbacks is doing this wrong. So, but thankfully that is uh, that's off the the board for me, and I can feel free to take whoever I want. There are a lot of people who have two quarterbacks in this league. There sure are, and and good for them. <laughs> I won't be one of them. I'm at a spot where I wouldn't mind getting some more upside in my wide receivers. I have some safer picks, some Sterling Shepard, Dante Moncrief, who I feel like, yeah, they're their guys. I don't know what the upside necessarily is there. The one guy, there's a couple of guys that I'm very interested in here. John Brown, mm-hmm. Michael Gallup, and Traquan Smith. I love all of these guys. I'm going to put my chips on Michael Gallup. Uh, for Dallas, Amari got a little issue sure. with his heel. I probably would have with more John snaps. Brown, personally. Sure. Um, I do like that upside, the deep threat in that offense. Well, you don't get a pick for me, Dustin! I make my own decisions. Um, no, John Brown, all of those guys, I, I'd be more than happy to have any of them. Mm-hmm. I just think at the given moment, it seems oh. like Gallup has some upside. Nope, I, I lied. I thought the guy I wanted went, but he didn't. That was a real roller coaster ride. It felt like a roller coaster ride. <laughs> Next, we had Delaney Walker, Josh Gordon, Devin Funches. Justin Hill started off the 13th. Dallas Goddard and Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, the so, best damn commish uh, taking his own backup tight end on this team, handcuffing his interesting tight move. end. Very interesting he's move. He's the best damn commish, though. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's the best damn player. Just means he's good at setting up leagues. Yeah, I think that's what that means, right? Um, I am back on the clock here. I have the three onesie positions I have to take: tight end, kicker, and defense. I will wait for an eternity to take a, a kicker and defense. So, I'm getting my guy at tight end. I'm staring between two guys: Jordan Reed and Jimmy Graham, and I want both, but I can't have both. I want right now the upside of Reed, and it feels a little hypocritical, but I, I'm doing it. I'm going All for right. it. John Brown went. I was also eyeing up Jordan Reed, but that wasn't the tight end I was going to take. Tell me it wasn't Greg Olson. No. Tell me it wasn't Kyle the Red-Nosed Rudolph. Nope. Was it Mark Andrews? It's Mark Andrews. Well, let's see. You've got one pick between I've got you five seconds. and your man while we wait for the helicopter to dissipate over it. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the movie... Predator, starring Predator. Oh, can we do the gratuitous bicep hand? You think they'll be able to hear it over I don't the know. mics? I hope so. I mean, so. it'd be good that no one would see it. Because let's be honest, it wouldn't be that great of a bicep. <laughs> you know, Come here, let's flex our biceps over the radio. <laughs> I think they would get the picture. I think it would work. All right, we got about... Three seconds up. Jameson Crowder. So that leaves me nice to pick. draft Mark Andrews. You got him. You got I your like it. Everything's right with the world. It is. Momentarily. And all I have left, kicker and defense. So we can just set it on auto-draft. No. <laughs> I don't care what the position is. I do not no. auto-draft. No. Never. I click the button. 
I am the one who clicks. <laughs> I make the decision, not some computer. That's right. The second we let the computers take over, the second we lose. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like Skynet starting, and we're just on a downward spiral. It starts with your mock drafts. People. That's right. Remember that. You don't let them get ahead, and then it's the ATMs, and then it's and then it's probably it. Really, I think it's going to be about if there's a revolution, it, it's going to start with the ATMs. And the mock drafts. Don't forget the mock drafts. Don't forget the mock drafts. So you're feeling pretty good overall with your team at this moment? I'm not feeling too bad. I'll Ooh, be honest. That's not confident. Well, I haven't done a lot of mock drafts this summer sure. or to date, I will admit. So I don't know. I'm, I have to relook at my team. I, you know. That's not the sound of confidence. I know. That's the sound of me winning this mock draft. Woo! Well, I don't think you're going to win, woo, woo! but... All right. Uh, after your man Mark Andrews went, Dion Lewis finally. That seems late for him now. Uh, Deonta Foreman, Greg the Leg Zwerline, first Vikings, kicker, first kicker, kicker run, and then Paris Campbell at the back of the thirteenth. Couple more kickers. Who gives a shit? Then Kyle Rudolph. Then another defense. Now we're sitting on the clock again, and people are just taking kickers and defense. So let's make this part interesting, okay? Because I feel bad because it's hard to make kickers and defenses interesting. If you had to pick right now between having no tight end on your roster or starting two kickers, which would you pick? Oh, probably no tight end. You had to leave that spot blank. You can't fill it in with somebody else. No tight end. You can leave that blank or you have to start two kickers. I mean, I don't have like Kelsey or Ertz or Kittle, do I? Uh, let's say no. Let's say you don't get the top guys. Okay. Okay. So, so that, that position's vacant. All right. To your detriment. I would say leave it empty. Rather than start two, two kickers. kickers. That's right. I am Who could get you points? Could is the optimum word. You're afraid of the negative points for the kicker? I am. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I just love the mentality. Uh, for what it's worth, you took the Houston. I took the Texans defense. Uh, so you know what? I'm going to take their kicker. How about Ooh. that? You can't get that kicker defense Man. stack that you were craving so desperately. Uh, the old special team stack. Yeah, you might as well start this over now because you just lost. Draft that one, is my friend. over. It's um, ruined. <laughs> so I'm going to sit and take the worst defense that is sitting on the board right now. Because you know what's crazy is I could pick, let's say, the Bucks defense. Mm-hmm. And the way that defensive scoring works, they could be the highest scoring defense week one. Yes. It's really absolutely. possible. It is possible. So you possible. know what? I'm going to do it for the sake of the mock draft. Nice. Bucks defense on my squad. Let's do this. couple of dudes. Deshaun Hamilton, I feel remiss if we don't talk about him just a bit. He's the last pick that has real meaning in the 15th round. Ah. I think I need to reevaluate and get him on my redraft rosters if he stays that late. You think? Yeah, I think I could honestly take a better defense early if I could get somebody like him in my last round. I'd consider it, at least. Well, Jimmy Graham just went, and with my last pick... Make it a good one. I will. <laughs> I, will I don't like your tone. I will take Matt Prater. The, the Prater tot. That's right. Yeah. He looks like a tater tot. He does. A little bit. So I think that name's going to stick. We'll find any excuse from here on out to talk about Matt Prater, just so we can call him Prater Tot. Um, now look, there are some people who still have to pick. 
I don't care about those people right now because we just successfully <gasps> completed. Shame. I know, I know. But here's my problem. This person's taking way too long to select a kicker. And that's the only spot that you can take. Maybe they are secretly trying to figure out a decoder button to take Maybe. anything but a kicker in this spot. This is probably true. Right? Like they're trying honest. to do the up, down, up, down, A, B, A, B, start, select to get like an extra bonus person. Maybe. They didn't do it. It failed. Um, our last pick of the draft was Greg Olson, and I feel like that says something. Mr. Irrelevant of our mock draft, Greg Olson. That's where he belongs. That was rude. I don't know why I ended on such a negative note. Things yes. were going so nice. Things were going so nice. All, All right. right, so that concludes our draft. Uh, do we want to go over the rosters? I right? do. I All want right. to go over mine, certainly. All right. I have... Ezekiel Elliott, Carrion Johnson, Devonta Freeman, Miles Sanders, Matt Breida for my running back squad. For my wide receivers, I have Cooper Cup, Tyler Boyd, Sammy Watkins, Sterling Shepard, Dante Moncrief, Michael Gallup. Just a whole lot of upside there. I took Dak for my quarterback. I took Jordan Reed for my tight end. And then I got a kicker in defense. Nice. And I have Devonta Adams, Mike Evans... Damian Williams, Chris Carson, Jarvis Landry, Mike Williams, Darius Geis, Curtis Samuel, Kalen Balaj, Jameis Winston going for the stack attack, Kiki Kuti, Darwin Thompson, Mark Andrews, and the Texans and the Prater Tot. Prater Tot! Prater Tot! Add them to the list. So I feel like I won this draft. Shut your mouth. You didn't even know what your team was halfway through. You... But you that's just, just how good I am, apparently. No, you I don't luge. even need to know my team. I would say you bobsledded through this thing, but you didn't even have the bobsled. You just luge through it. You're just... All right. FFers, you guys settled this debate for us. We will post a poll on the Twitter. Oh, yeah. With the teams. Screenshots <laughs> with of... the teams. And also with options to choose between them. Yes. Between them. And let them. us know who won this inaugural mock draft Jake or myself and then we will all listen to your tears literally hit the microphone when we read the the results I can't fucking say words right now I'm so excited to win this poll Um, whatever we'll talk about it next week yeah absolutely and you know what else what else we're going to talk about some other shit next week but most importantly between now and then follow us on twitter at yes. drinking fantasy you can follow myself at jake trowbridge i am at ff dusty dog please give us a rate and review we love the feedback we love the comments as always if you have any questions you want us to answer we are here for you especially as we are in the throes of draft season if you're wondering Who's a better value? Who should I draft? What do you think of this player? You want us value? to help you draft while you're on the clock? I'll even do that. Absolutely. I'm not above whoring myself out for that. No, absolutely. Also, uh, if you missed it, last night I tweeted out on uh, my Twitter account my first set of tiered rankings for draft season. So feel free to use that at your leisure for drafting. Yeah, please. Please do. Yes. I'm sorry. I got a trade alert and I was so oh. excited about it. Well, it wasn't, really about a tra- it? it wasn't really a trade alert. It was a trade rejection, oh. which feels even worse. 
I mean, he was alerting me to the fact that it was rejected. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever you said, I'm sure was spot on. Yes. All right. Anything else to add here, Jake, before we close out? Goddamn bit. Let's go drink more beer. All right. Let's do it. So until next week, folks, keep drinking and talking fantasy football. Cheers, FFers.